Yo, 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 it's your boy Steph. I want to make a quick disclaimer about this episode. Uh, this episode was real heavy on the PTSD side. Um, me, and, me and Logics, we, we veered off a little bit. Me more so. I veered off into my own personal story about things, which led me to believe that I may have PTSD. Um, and also, we didn't get to round off how we thought our, our real thoughts about people with PTSD and how they affect it. I just want to let you guys know I'm no, I'm no doctor or nothing like that, but PTSD is a serious, is serious, not a serious, <laughs> but it's it's very serious though. Um, people are affected in different ways. You know, you don't speak to everyone in a in a deep level about their personal life, so you never know what you know people are going through for the most part. So we just ask that you guys are respecting people, even if they are acting different, you know, because usually there's a reason behind it, you know, and more so than uh, than you may realize us in the black community, we deal with a lot of PTSD, you know, a lot of stuff we see is not, it shouldn't be regular for us. So uh, I'm not going to speak on that. We're going to get into the episode. So I hope you guys enjoy. Don't forget to tell a friend and tell a friend. And without any feedback, though, let's start the show, my nigga. Ah! Is it here? Keith, is it here? Keith, I said, is it here? Is it here? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> what the fuck you got to do? I don't know, because I was just making sure. <laughs> oh, shit. shit. It looked like it's working. Yeah, it should be good. Right, I can just cut that. I'm not even going to risk fucking nothing up. <laughs> yo, 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 it's your boy Steph. And this Logics. Welcome back. Episode 7.5 of Cultural Conversations. And dry ass cultural conversations. Nigga. Look. All right. I can't turn up because you're anyway. turned down now. But we're going to turn up. Anyway. Yeah, because <laughs> today's been a real trying day for one. Um, we've been gone and it's because we got new equipment. We finally got new equipment and I swear to y'all, if you could fight equipment, I will be beating these boxes ass right now. Straight up doing all wrestling moves on this shit. So the equipment is not cooperating like we want it to. So <clears throat> that's been really trying. I just been silent because out of frustration. And then on top of that, we live like an hour and a half from each other. It took me two hours and 15 minutes to get here, y'all. All right? That shit make you want to cry. <laughs> I damn near cried a few times when uh I missed some exits. Man, look. And then it sends me to through all these white neighborhoods, through numerous farms. And if y'all don't, if y'all don't know me, I'm terrified of fucking predominantly white neighborhoods. Because anything could fucking happen. I don't like being the only black person around. Uh, or whatever They look at me like I'm crazy Cause I do the speed limit I do under the speed limit In these neighborhoods And white people look at me And I'm like Nick I'm black What the fuck you looking You know <laughs> And people that know me They'll be thinking They'll be like Oh He probably thinking He probably scared Cause he got weed in his car And it ain't none of that <clears throat> But uh I don't smoke and drive in my car I, I, keep, I got a gun I got a legal gun I keep it in my car I take everywhere So I don't smoke and drive in my car so, it ain't even that. It's just, man, I get nervous around these police because all this shit be going on. Mm-hmm. I done seen shit happen firsthand. <clears throat> like, which a lot of this is going to segue into um, a 
us talking about uh, Herb album PTSD because a lot of this is PTSD. Like I get scared in these neighborhoods. I don't go in these neighborhoods. Anybody that know me will tell you. You know what's funny? Motherfuckers that don't know will probably think you made all that shit up to go into this. But it's it's crazy <laughs> yeah. that literally that shit really happened. Yeah. And it's just relevant to what we was already gonna talk about. That's crazy. Man, if y'all invite me to somewhere and it's in some of these white neighborhoods, I'm not going. I don't be going. I done seen too much shit happen. Um, I done seen. I know people that heard stories of like police. <clears throat> police putting drugs on people and stuff like that, and it's real quick. It's real easy to be like, the police would never, you know. But mm-hmm. when you first see this shit firsthand, I seen it firsthand. Like, yeah, see, I ain't never happened. Nothing ever like that ever happened to me. But I'll never say never. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, when you when you think about it, if you never seen nothing like that, or if you never, if you, like, you got one of the families where y'all just really taking care of business and ain't no nobody's criminals and shit like that. Yeah. You know, it's real easy to be like. Well, they probably did this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or why would the police do that? Because, you know, you may have never seen that. You probably never dealt with them in that manner. But I have. Like, my stepdad is a Puerto Rican. And he mm-hmm. uh, he used to be a Latin king. He got all kind of Latin king tattoos on his on his body and shit. Mm-hmm. So when we used to have to go to Humble Park to his people crib, we used to, he used to have to, like, put on a sweater and shit. To a point, to like, he had tattoos shit. to the point where, like, if in they the see summer shit, and shit. Yeah, they check his ass. Damn. So, we out there one summer, and my stepdad, like I said, he Puerto Rican. He, if y'all ever seen these Puerto Rican dudes with money back in 2000, you know, you would know how they dress. My stepdad dressed like that with, like, the thin linen shirts, and the, he always wore gold. That's, he loved gold. <laughs> so, like, he all dipped this like shit. like he had money. Yeah, and we was in a rental car, too, a, a nice-ass truck. He going to pick up his mom, and he, uh, he, uh, gets out the car. And I go in the house to go talk to my grandma, come back out, he own the car. Police on top of him, talking about his heroin in the truck, all types of shit. So he, yeah, he actually gets arrested, he actually goes to jail, and this is how you know that it's fucked up. Like, there was like, okay, there was like, you could fight this case, but there was like, you could plead to it and we can give you three months. Three months for heroin. That don't even, with, even with a record. You know, what I'm saying is, if you get caught with heroin Shit. and you got a wreck, they're not giving you three months. Right. They, they're going to chop your fucking head off. My dude, my stepdad used to gangbang. He used to be in these streets hard. This man got caught with dynamite, bro. Why the fuck he have dynamite? <laughs> he got caught he with dynamite. He better go blow up some Yeah, he got, bro, my <laughs> dad. G. Yeah, my stepdad and my real dad both gangbang. He was going to blow up the trap. Bro, I don't know what he was doing. I, I asked him when I was young because I used to ask him a whole bunch of shit. Bro, I ain't never seen no dynamite in real life. That shit just be on Acme from uh, Man, Looney but, Tunes. <laughs> That's the only place I see dynamite. I don't know how this nigga got his hands on some dynamite, but yeah, bro, no, was, he got his hands on some dynamite. And, uh, shit, he got caught. He did. He got caught doing a bunch of shit. Like, my stepdad got a bunch of brothers. It's like, he had like six brothers and all of them used to gangbang and shit. Mm-hmm. So all of them, all my uncles out here in the streets doing shit. So, I mean, if you got six brothers alone, you probably out here wrecking shit. If you look, look in these neighborhoods where like, um, the hood in the hood with these neighborhoods where you got like these families where they big, they was the ones that was like usually beating everybody ass in the hood. And the, like, yeah. it's this one neighbor, it's this one family in my neighborhood. All these niggas names started with a J. It's like Jasmine, Jamisha, Janisha. You said they're just in the hood. They're not siblings and like they siblings. Oh, oh I thought they, you were just saying. And when I tell you, the when, I, when they come get you, they're gonna come get you. It's like nah, <laughs> they're gonna beat the shit out of you. So <laughs> that's how my stepdad was. But 
that shit happened like I was like eight years. No, I was like nine. And I seen that shit happen like all around that period. I just was seeing a whole bunch of fucked up shit. Like at nine, I seen that. Then at eight, my uncle, one of my uncles that I was close to, my stepdad brother, he killed himself. And guess who oh, seen yeah. his body? You. Me. Yeah. And it wasn't like he was just laying there. Like he hung himself. So I'm eight years that old. Shit, wow. Yeah. I come out of my room. You probably even know what that was at, at eight. Man, like, me and what, my... Not, maybe death, but like suicide in that way. Man, I've seen a lot of shit by eight. I'm just going to go down from nine until <laughs> and, and like... <clears throat> to where it all began. At eight, yeah, eight, we seen that. Me and my twin brother, we wake up. And it was crazy. Me and him never wake up at the same time. We just both woke up at the same time. We walked out the room. And then my uncle was hanging there right by mm-hmm. my fucking room door. And I'm eight. And I go get my dad and my, my stepdad and my mom. And they get them down and shit like that. And it was fucked up. My room was in the basement. I was afraid Do of basements. Do you know why now? Like, nobody know age, why. Nobody um, know why. My there was mom, no signs of it. We was, we was living in East St. Louis. Wild. And we were supposed to come to Chicago the next Excuse day. Me. And I think that's why me and my brother got up so early. Because we couldn't wait to come back home to Chicago. <laughs> so we got up. And then that's what the fuck we seen. Like, nobody. Mom was looking through all his stuff for, um, for reasons why. And, uh... She she never found none. She uh nobody know. Yeah. So uh yeah, at eight I seen that shit and at seven I was living in uh Harvey and at seven that's when I seen somebody get shot. So like my cousins used to gangbang. They all like all my literally all my cousins, a lot of my family I do not all they do, but all of them gangbang, you know. It's only like me, my twin me, my brother, twin brother. My uncle, probably my two or three cousins that got jobs, everybody else in the streets. Mm-hmm. So uh, I seen them like they get on top of the building and they shooting at these at this other family, you know. On top of the building, like on some GTA shit, Bro, nigga. wild as hell, like- <laughs> big ass guns. Because my cousin fought somebody. That ain't the reason, but my cousin fought somebody that same night and they tried to slice her with a big ass butcher knife. One of my cousins Damn. poured ble- uh, bleach, <laughs> boiling water on this girl. You know, fucked her up for life. That shit just takes so much work to do. Like, let me boil this water Bro, so when she come, I could throw let it Let me on tell her. you how we was living. Though. Like, we lived, my grandma owned one of these buildings over there. And downstairs to the left, it was my auntie, my two of my cousins, and my sister. Because at this point, me and my siblings, we weren't living with my mom. We was all living with, like, auntie. Mm. Then next door, it was my, we mind you, these are two-bedroom apartments. It was my auntie, my uncle. Her three kids, me, my twin brother, and my little brother. Mm. All in one. In two bit. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Then upstairs, it was my mama's sister and her husband. Then next door, it was a family friend. Then the building over, it was my cousin. And it was like it was like eight of them. I think my, my cousin had like nine kids. It was like nine, eight. It was a lot of them. But they was all my age and stuff. Then it was my other cousins next door. So, like, we was deep as fuck back there. Then in the front of the buildings, it was my, my other cousin and her kids and her dude. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, man, it was going down out there. They out there shooting this shit. Then when I was, like, six, I remember going to my cousin's house who lived in a building next. She had, like, a candy store. I'm going to get an icy, and I see these dudes go down the stairs. And I don't know if he was buying a gun or showing them the gun. And he's shooting the gun. He, like... Like, where? Like... Like, it's like, we was in the back of the building, 
And I'm going up the stairs and they coming down the stairs. And while I'm waiting on my cousin to open the door, they down there shooting a the fucking gun. You know? Damn. So, so you nah, go ahead. I, I, I kind of seen the gun when I was coming upstairs because they didn't hide it. They had it in their hand. They was just walking. You know? And then I heard doo, doo, doo. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I always, when I hear like somebody banging on the door loud, it remind me it like of a gunshot. So, so is that why you, you think that's why you fuck with her shit so hard? Because motherfuckers was, yeah, motherfuckers was blowing me. I can't even like I can't even relate to her music on a first hand basis. But I definitely could. he gives you the visualization. He gives you the the whole time. Like I just feel like I know his story throughout his music. And his album was just like a compilation of everything up until now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like Chief Keef, as much as I fucked with him, it was no growth in it for the most part. But this nigga, like, you, yeah. this first time, this nigga done rapped about Ari and shit like that. Like, yeah. you know, I was fucking with it. Motherfuckers like, this album was weak or it was yeah. mid. And I'm like, y'all thinking this one is mid. Yeah, motherfuckers said mid. <laughs> so I'm just like, this is one of his best pieces of work. What is you talking about? The only about? song I don't like is that shit with Jacquees, that shit. Yeah, that and shit I don't like right. that shit either. That was literally for the radio, yeah. and I don't even think it's going to be on the radio. When he went on The Breakfast Club, he didn't even yeah. choose that song. Yeah. So, <laughs> but like, I think that shit, I fuck with it because, uh, like you said, Herb, Ever since Herb came out, I always like like he got the street essence, but Herb also's got substance. Mm-hmm. So he he puts you in the right. mind of versus just rapping about guns and all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you listen to some of his older music, you damn near feel like you're on the east side of Chicago. He gives you, you know why he's how he is and what he sees versus just like yeah. this is what I see. Yeah, you that, know what I'm saying. Like, see, well, that's that go into the PTSD thing too, because I think some of these kids don't even know how to explain. Why they are like they are yep. explain themselves because you come and from that's gonna take area. him far. Yeah, well, yeah, him. But I fuck with the the uh, the album because PTSD is a real thing, and mm-hmm. a lot of people do have it. You know, a lot of shit not normal. Um, you know, and I think I think uh, I fuck with it a lot because, uh, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure I got PTSD. It's certain things that I hear. From my childhood, they just trigger instant memories and it's instant. I'm instantly fucked up. I could be crying. All kind of stuff. So certain people, they like, what I want to say is certain people don't have a choice. Some people, right. some, it's real easy to say, all you got to do is this. All you got to do. Some people born in this shit. Like people yeah. like, you gang banging, you seen everybody die. You can be born into gang banging. Exactly. Like living while With live, no while choice, from, like you said. Yeah, living. my little cousin, his daddy gang banged. And all his relatives live in the same neighborhood. All them gangbang, and just by and him, it was okay with their kids doing it. Yeah, well, it ain't even that. It's just if he go outside and he talking to them, now he marked as one of them. It don't fucking matter. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's the difference between like when you live in the city, and you actually see some of this shit, and versus you just watching the news like they done for shooting people. Like you don't know what the you fuck don't know going what the fuck. That's why, yeah, like the shit always be sad, but it's it's I I I know the root of the issue, so yeah. it's just be like you know niggas. Gang shit Ain't nobody, wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for poverty, but for the most part. So yeah. it's just like, you know, yeah, everybody judging them niggas. Like, the, the whole black on black shit just pisses me off. Yeah. I'm like... Y'all don't even care about why it's happening. The thing is, <laughs> ain't nobody never gonna stop because ain't nobody never gonna... If somebody go shoot your mama, you know what I'm saying, and you living that kind of life, are you really finna just finna be like... Just be well, okay with that the well, next day? Well, you know day? what? I'm just gonna let it go. I'm like, <laughs> no, I mean... Especially... What the, what the fuck? fuck? Somebody burning some shit in here. Or well, this podcast so fire they had to cut the fucking alarm. Even... 
Come on, bro. Go check it out. You serious? You, you want to stop nah, it? No, I'm good. Just check it out. Just open the door. Gee, I think it's this. I'm so tired of this fucking What the? What they're doing? Uh, testing? They are down there messing with stuff. Uh, we, stop it, because my open the door is going to be bad. Man, it's all good. This, this podcast is fire. They, look. They, they setting that off because our podcast is so fire. What do you say? Just testing. testing. <laughs> okay, at work, cut it off. Shit. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, so the do fuck? niggas gotta just hit this shit? Right. Gee, when I heard it through the headphones, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you wanna just yeah, keep yeah. going uh, over it? Yeah, we can keep going. Right. We ain't no point of right. stopping, man. This part of the grind. <laughs> it's, now, it's over now. See, we would have stopped for almost no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, some of these people born right into this shit. You can't, like, Okay, Chicago, the, like we were talking on that one episode about how Chicago is, is like segregated. All right, if you live in one area and it's just known, like, it's different. It's so many hoods in Chicago mm-hmm. that if, unless you know about this shit and you out here, you won't know. You just think, oh, that's Chatham. Oh, that's Ash. These motherfuckers got fucking cities with it. It's like, oh, this job. And then, like, city. even you go from one block to the next, yeah. it's a whole different vibe. Bro, it's. Like you got these different neighborhoods, like one, like it's the jungle. Then you got Ada Park. Then you got motherfucking ra- the racing courts. Then you got motherfucking. You keep going. All this shit is within like a five mile radius. Mm-hmm. And these is different neighborhoods where meaning, if I go through and I see you on one of these blocks, these neighborhoods, like if you ain't out here, why you out here with them? So if you out here with them, that means you with them. So if we see you, see? <laughs> you gonna get shot. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, shit that's why wild, when I lived, man. when I lived, when I came back and I lived with my aunt, I didn't go outside because what the part that I'm be at, mm-hmm. they into it with that side. Nigga, I just go to my car and go in the fucking house, and which leads me to when people say dumb shit like, "Well, why you gotta take a legal gun outside? Like, or why you gotta have a gun if what? you know you doing?" Listen to what I just that, said. That, I gotta okay. get in the fucking house. First of all, I, even. <laughs> The that shit is kind of wild to me, like, and that's how you know motherfuckers just be out here just talking instead of like trying to understand what's going on. Like, even though I never like had to live like that, like I've never judged niggas that do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like they didn't just do that shit cause they feel yeah. like it. it. Ain't no cool. Niggas ain't to... living like that just cause yeah. they want to. Cause if you get so, bumped with it, illegal gun, you going to jail. I mean, your niggas, niggas want to live. You're you not trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And then if you all hit gangbanging like that, you go to the county, you know, you're going to have to prove it. I ain't saying you got to fight. But, you know, if you if you, if you you is what you say, you is say you a BD, a G, whatever you is, when you get in there and you want to hang, be with them, you're going to have to be authentic. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're going to check you. You right. know what I'm saying? So, and then if something happened, then you going to be, you might be, especially if it's one of your guys from your neighborhood, you expected to be in the shit they in. Mm-hmm. So, you, do you want to go to jail? Just, you know what I'm saying? It ain't about being scared. Do you want to go to jail? Right. You know what I'm saying? And speaking of all this other stuff, I done been a juvenile before. Mm-hmm. The same juvenile on Beyond Scared Straight when they be like, we gonna send y'all to, I been <laughs> That's in the there. shit you was at. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, that shit ain't no joke. Nobody want to go there. Yeah. That's what kids was at. You ever had somebody come talk to you? What, one of them Beyond Scared? No. I know, but maybe not on TV, but... Hell like, no, I was 12 when I was in there. And then I, that's I old enough to be talked to, No, shit. I'm saying, like, it was that long ago. Oh, We oh. almost 30. They well, I mean, no, nah, I mean, I thought they... To... You know, like, them be the people that be, like, trying to get out for good behavior. Oh, no, they ain't had no good for behavior. For prison. No, well, no, no, no. Uh, like, the people that come talk to them are doing it for, like, to know. get time off. We ain't had none of that shit. 
Um, the only thing we fucking had. So was, that's a uh, new thing when they start putting them on TV. That's new. Yeah, that's what I would have thought that was something they've been doing in prison just to get uh, off a good time. Cause that, for, uh, that was get off earlier for good behavior. That's new because they letting them go through that program. When I was young, it wasn't no program. You was going straight to fucking juvenile. Yeah. It was, no, it was I'm talking no, about the prisoners, the men, no, not y'all. The prison, the prison was far. It wasn't far away, but it wasn't with us. The male prison, they no, weren't bringing them over there at all. Like, okay. Yeah, okay. They were, they, okay. So that wasn't a thing. Yeah, there. it was. Okay. It was different. Like there ain't no commissary, so you ain't getting what you want. Little niggas was literally in there watching Pepsi Talking commercials. Yeah, niggas was watching Pepsi commercials. Like, man, what do I do? So that shit really, that shit really <laughs> like a kid's prison. Well, yeah. It's like, and be, like, man, are you in a cell? Yeah. When I was in there, I never, I never, I just wanted to know, like, what, what's the big, me, what, from what you know. What do you think is the biggest difference between well, prison and the juvie? Well, juvie, they got another part called DOC, which you could be 21 when you go there. My man's there was with us. What? Yeah. If my man's there was with us. He got he got sent there after his case. He had three cases. And after he got sent, finished his time for one, they sent him to DOC for the rest of his time. And DOC is way worse. DOC worse is damn than, than the juvenile. Right. DOC but is, it's not prison? It's damn near prison. So what's it, the difference? That's what I was just saying. It's no difference to me. That now you can get you can get commissary at DOC. Um, they got dorms there, which which is like it could be like thirty people in one fucking room with one guard. So if you're oh, a bitch yeah, and they put you in a corner, ain't nothing. You can, and and they do on, they fighting these fucking play. That man, I got our whole wing shut down because I was finna fight. JC, <laughs> that's the thing. But that's what I don't like about America. First off, in prison, like I just feel like. Motherfuckers is just so focused on money in this country, G. When motherfuckers go to prison, they need to be trying to get them people to have a better life when they get out. Oh, like, man. it makes no sense to just, all right, we finna put all these crazy criminal people. I'm everybody not crazy and everybody not a criminal, some yeah. one or the other. So it's just like, you know, we putting all these people in here and they just finna be in here. And, and then when they get out, whatever. It was what the no, fuck you think finna happen? Bro, literally. Like, reform needs to literally be most of their day no every no fucking reform. day. That's, and that's what's wild. Like, the fact that you could go there and not one day goes by where they're not trying to help you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you would have people in jail for a le- less amount of time if y'all put more money into helping these people. They won't have to be there as long. I mean, yeah, money getting spent, but you ain't got a fucking country infested yeah. with crime. Now, some of this shit is different. It's just ridiculous. Now, I'm going to tell you, it's different levels to all of this shit, okay? So, where I was at, that was um, that was juvenile. I'm painting the picture. There's no, there's no commissary. You get what the fuck they give you, that's it. Like, mm. we had guards that would be nice. They gave us, like, an airhead fucking, the sour straw. Just because they wanted Niggas to be nice. Niggas was giving up their whole sandwich for that for one straw. For a sour straw. Because we wouldn't, you can't get candy. I told you, we used to watch. But was the, was the sandwich that bad? No, nah, they just wanted candy that bad. It oh, was man, that's, that's kind of wild. That's kind of wild. It was people in there for I'll a I'll never trade a meal, even if it ain't good for, yeah, us, for bro, a sour straw. Yeah, bro, it was a dude in there called Bullethead. He and you talking about one straw, not even a pack. One straw. I'm telling bro, this niggas watching. Wait, that sounds kind of like some some cruel and unusual like. I mean, they give torment you, shit. You get a cookie. Well, the guard like, was being nice. Like, I'll give you the straw if you don't eat no, your no, meal. Something like trying to entertain doing that. So this how it would go. Oh, like other niggas. They had sometimes it was favoritism. Like so, how it work is it's a wall. It's like six cells on a wall. Mm. It's a TV outside of the wall, and your cell is small as a real jail cell. 
The only way you can see the TV is if you just stand up and look outside your window. You got a little rectangular window, you can just look out there, and the TV is loud enough for everybody to hear it. Mm-hmm. So every hour there, let somebody get out, they get to change the channel, they don't got to sit in their cell, they can sit just, on a little bench. Just, just for an hour. Just for an hour, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that person, depending on what guard come in, you know how nice this guard is, he might be like, oh, I got a package right, since you out here. Because the only way you can get it is if just he if slide you out it. there. Yeah. Or if, oh. Yeah, if he slide it under the fucking... Door, which is this a sewer thing right here? What you gonna eat that you know if it that, rub on there? I didn't think about that. Why do they have that as a possibility? Knowing that's how shit gets smuggled. What? Or like notes get passed, oh, the sewer weapons thing? get passed. Because they have to have that dip there just in passed. case it flood. So like you know how they got the little sewer top. Every in between every door is one of them just in case they gotcha. flood the toilet. Well, I, I meant in between the door and outside. Like why do they make the oh. space big enough to? Also, I think probably me. I'm not sure, but I think. I don't know. I just know you can yell from so, under there. No, yeah. I mean, I'm going, going off of um, what I what I see on TV or whatever. So yeah, I think like I know you can yell from underneath the door. I know when we was back to back, we was in sales at night or some like you could yell, you could talk through the brick wall, yo. But you could if you lay on the ground, you could talk to the person outside. I'm not sure. That, <laughs> I'm so not crazy. sure why they do it, but um, probably to open the fucking door. <laughs> Cause oh, cause, <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying let it touch the ground, but yeah. there, you know, it's some it's amount of space you can leave to where yeah. you can't pass shit like yeah. a weapon. Well, some of them, you know, are like guess, a gate. We didn't have a gate; it was a door. But some of them are gate, and what you gonna do? You can't do shit with a gate, like the, the bars. Yeah, I mean, the bar, yeah, it's open. You can't. That's but true. that's why, which leads me to like talk about like the difference jails and shit. Like they got some jails where like the jails where it's like everybody in a big old space. Some jails was like three people to a room and shit like that, and then you got you got prison, which some of them let you get TVs, some of them don't let you get TVs. So it's just like, it's, it depends on where you go. Like, my cousin went to one jail, and as far as reform, he went to jail, and they let him, like, get a job and learn, like, a skill. Like, the motherfucker was getting real checks. Like, mm-hmm. the motherfucker was getting, like, working a real job, then he had to return to jail. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like some outpatient. <laughs> yeah, they let him go. I think it's nonviolent crimes and... I don't know, man, because I ain't never get that far. I ain't never right. going that far to jail. Right. Juvenile is my my first and last stop, but right. uh, in juvenile ain't no reform. Then you go to school. I don't think. I mean, they it. have reform. It. That's you would think they would have more reform no. in juvenile. Oh, you know what's fucked up though? That's what's crazy. You know yeah. what's fucked up? There's not even jail. There's what? way more fucked up than jail. What? You know anybody been to Idy Home? I know, I've heard of it, I just don't Horrible. know what it is exactly. Horrible, worse than jail. Is it like a prison that's a no, foster it's not home? No, it's a foster home. No, you I know, ain't even got to a... commit a crime to go there. So, it's... so when nobody, when so, your parents... Uh, so, what's the difference in that in foster care? It, it is like foster care. So, why is it so terrible? Because it's nothing but kids in there that's angry. There's, that, is it that's like a... dealt with some of the worst situations. What movie? And uh, they pick uh, on each other. Um, You remember It Takes Two? I don't think I've seen that. Damn. Was what it gangster? No, no <laughs> nigga, it was Mary Kate and Ashley oh, Olsen. Oh, no. Fuck no. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Like, uh, is it, it's just a bunch of kids in one place. Yeah. But, the but they is, bad kids or they just kids that they, don't have they parents? They just kids that don't have parents. But so, why, about, so how do people go to Audi Home and how do people go to I mean, to I think that's kids? just the name of it. It might be a technical difference, but I know here in Chicago... The ID home is just like going to fucking prison. I got two Probably because it's fucking Chicago. Man, I think in these <laughs> bigger cities, I think and it's worse. Because you know who else go to ID homes? When you when you keep doing crimes and shit and your parents don't want you, 
it's not like full on everybody been here since babies, you know. Right. So you don't know what these kids dealt with to even be here. Like uh, a lot of people watch that Gabriel Fernandez story. Uh, I don't know what yeah. that is. Okay, who I, it is what it's about. Okay, it's I about this. Is this little kid whose parents? You it? Yeah, I watched it. It's fucked okay. up. His parents tortured him. They put him in a his box. His blood parents. His blood mom and his stepdad. They put him in a cabinet about the size of your cabinet right there. Locked him in there. He was sleeping in there, shitting in there. They made him eat cat litter. They beat him. They threw him in a tub full of cold water, tried to heal up his bruises. They blacked his eye, knocked his teeth out of his mouth. Watch it. I can't. No, I can't watch that. After oh you done told God. me. I mean, it's, it's good. Especially I mean, with a child. I, mean, I don't. It's going to open you up to let you know, like, how fucking cruel. I know people are crazy, and that's why you oh, get stories like this one well, in a million. It's not horrible. It's not even one in a million. That's what I'm saying about the well, Audi home. No, no. Well, to... that extent, that's not a natural. Well, that's not a everyday. It ain't. I don't think there's somebody but, that that's happening to on a daily basis. I know. I mean, uh, I know. No, listen. I know there. Right it's a. It's a nigga. It's a scale, nigga. You you got the people mm-hmm. like that, and then you got the people that's just like I don't think careless. You, I know right, no, cousins, that's what I'm saying. Like that type, like the Jeffrey Dahmers and shit like that. Like them people are. not I was in juvie with some of them kids. That's why I often said when I was in juvie. It was but yeah, kid. they put them all in one place. The, <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, you would never think because I didn't live in a big city. Uh-huh. So I uh-huh. lived in a small city. But no, you know, motherfuckers from other places go to. You go to no, motherfuckers no. go to prison in different states. Not some, over there. Sometimes. Not at that place I was at. It's just what was that? Chicago, here. nigga. No, was I like, was in East St. Louis. It's just that area. Okay, it was only not, East St. Louis. It was East St. Louis and a couple of surrounding cities. It was. It was. It, was, it didn't extend to St. Louis, Missouri, or none of that. It didn't right. extend that far. Right. And let me right. tell you, we had a fucking murderer in there named Bullethead. I know, we but had, y'all still in one place is what I'm saying. But what saying. I'm saying, if if it's only... If, if it's so small and you got all them people, yeah. Imagine what a big city is like, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So we had a murderer in there. We had a kid in it's there still, it's that still made a, this, it's his still cousins a spectrum, suck his dick. I could, But see, you probably ain't found another person not, like that You didn't let me finish talking. Because <laughs> when I found out when I went in there, I wasn't shit. Is that what shit? You, here for? you think you think you a criminal? Man, look, this dude was in there making his cousin suck his dick, and then he was sucking shit, his dick. What boys and girls? Boys. And, oh shit. He was making his boy cousin suck his dick. Then mm-hmm. he was sucking their dick. Mind you, mm-hmm. this dude's thirteen. You know what I'm saying? And he ain't get no fuck, did he? No, we had another dude in there for stabbing somebody. We had a dude that named Razorhead. Well, see, no, for- listen, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like. You got you got people that's doing shit like that. Then the next nigga stabbing people. Then the next people shot people. So all was, I'm all I'm saying there is there's a couple rapes. As in far there. as the Gabriel Hernandez, what's the name? Gabriel. Gabriel Hernandez. Fernandez. I'm sorry. So Gabriel Fernandez. That story itself ain't happening across well, the board because that's very extreme. Not no, completely. no, no. I know there's people just, that treat kids cruelly. Did you just see the people that just was the dude was just raping his stepdaughter? It's still different. That's listen. I mean, I'm not can, saying one, you can, I could pull out like no, no. ten of these stories. Li- no, I'm not and them saying just the ones we no, call. no, no. What I'm saying is the 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 level of crazy. You know, the higher up it gets, the less it happens. That's what I'm like. Rape is crazy as hell to me, but shit. Apparently, we're hearing shit like that. You know, Gabriel Fernandez is is like clearly there's levels to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Even Hitler, I think he's like on the top of that list. Yeah, you know well, what I'm saying? So it's just like it, the, the level of crazy goes up and the further up you go, the less that's an occurrence. You know what I'm saying? So 
I think that within all of that, you need to cut down the these rapists and niggas that's just like in poverty killing people and save them. Because first of all, that's the greatest number of people in jail. It's probably just people in poverty trying to get by. No matter what that's they did, whether it's whether crimes. it's nonviolent or or it's homicide. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just feel like that's the greatest number of people in jail. And most times, I bet you, they, they was in poverty. So you can help those people before you help them motherfuckers like his parents and the Hitlers and the people that, that serially rape women and shit like that. All that shit, that's a very small number of people. And some probably can't be helped. So I just was like, my thing is, I'm like, all these people that's in jail for crime with drugs and killing people because of a gang violence and shit, y'all can help them people. For real. Well, that's what I was going to... That's the point <laughs> of PTSD is... Me talking about it because it's like some of them kids are so far gone, I'm not sure how you're going to really help somebody that's well, just... Well, the younger they are, the better, but... I mean, you got kids that's six years old and they know all about guns. And they, no, but I mean, that, then you got Malcolm X, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like but everybody He changed his life as a... Gr- no, I know, but I'm, I'm saying, like, if you can do it at that age... You got a better. That's why I said you got a better chance yeah, of saving just, kids. I don't know the kids. I you got see, a better chance of the saving kids. The kids I see in the the magnitude and the the quantity of how many kids it is. Man, look, I didn't have kids come up to me when like when we was teaching kids footwork at Finger. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, man, I fuck." Is that with. school still existing? Yeah. They'd be like, they be like, I might not be. It think it is, but anyway, I ain't heard anything about it. They'll be like, um. They'll be like, oh, yeah, big bro, I'm trying to do this or do that. And I like the way, excuse me, you do this and do that. And then you check on them a year later. And they, they either Wasn't you way doing something with Finger? That, no, it was Tribe. Oh, it was Tribe. Oh, I remember. I was doing it with them. You was doing it? And then you mm-hmm. check up on some of these kids, and they did. They in jail for, like. Just and this isn't a matter of months or type shit? A year, two. You know <sighs> what I'm saying? Man. It was like, how you really going to. Well, if 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 there was if I mean y'all was doing what y'all could, but but when you go home, it's still a home you gotta live in. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's just like me. Like I, I, it's it's I'm not negating it. You know, shit's fucked up. It's just I, I I was mainly I I was mainly talking about the prison reform because if you're there, that means you've probably done a lot to get there. So once you're there, y'all, they ain't got nothing to do. They ain't got nothing but time. So. Time needs to be put into reforming these people because there's yeah. nothing but time for them. It, but you know what? I don't know how to help fucking America because, like I said, even though they got some jails where you could go and they help you get Ain't a no job and a America. skill. Um, <laughs> but it's like when you get... You going to tell this criminal, right? This mm-hmm. dude that's been doing wrong his whole life. All I know is the fast life. You going to tell him, you know what? We going to help you out. We going to get you a job and get you this. You know what they thinking? They're not thinking like... This finna change my life. They're like, these fools. I'm finna, I'm finna finesse this and finesse that. Yeah, because it, it's it's quick and fast. But everybody not. I think, but you got to think like I ain't this. saying people don't. No, yeah, yeah. I know you saying like a lot of niggas lot is of just, that they at that, that point like, where it's like, fuck that. Sweet. That's why niggas get out of jail and do it again. But I do think that if there was more emphasis on it, that you will have a higher success rate. And I think that's just off pure probability. Again, I think, think about it. Regard, like, I'm not saying what you're saying ain't true. Like, niggas is going to still do what they want sometimes yeah. when they get out. But what I'm saying is, say, say uh, uh, there's they, they 
for the 10%, say like niggas is in jail now, 30% of their time is spent on reform. Yeah. Period. From if they in there for two months, a year, yeah. 10 years. All right. Go so, ahead. so say they put 70% more of their literally time in jail. Not even 70, 65. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? More than 30. What would you say is going to be reform? I would say. You're gonna. I'm not gonna give a number at this point. No, I'm but saying like, what would you reform? What, what no, would no. You do to like, I'm, I'm like saying one like thing or two things you do to reform. Did like, you, like, like literally, what would what's something I, that they could do that you would say reform? I you it would. I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna take money, but I feel like the result. I'm not be even better. talking about money. No, no, no. I'm just like what I would do is I'm like you need. I'm not saying one person per inmate, but you need people to talk to these people individually and understand them. Like I think. Therapy, of course, number one. So after that, you need to understand these people and what they've done and why they did it. Then you go from that point. Like, motherfuckers be able to do other shit than crime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you can understand them, you can, and at that point, then you put people in larger groups where, like, maybe if these people can, all of these people are good with their hands, or maybe these people are really intelligent and just made a bad choice or something yeah. like that. Like, they motherfuckers got other interests besides crime in a lot of cases. Yeah. So once you put pe- once you understand these people, because everybody has a story, and it matters if you want these people to be better when they get out. Motherfuckers don't care. Yeah. So it's just like if you put emphasis on caring about why these people did what they did, then you could cater to them better. Is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I can't go by case by case, but yeah. it's literally like if you actually cared about these people and why they did what they did, the ones that you could probably actually save, not the Jeffrey Dahmer's, not the yeah. not that boy's parents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how you can save that yeah, type of crazy. Say- but that's not most of the people. So yeah. once you save the people that just sold drugs, like yeah. you're gonna have a higher success rate if you put more time into yeah. trying to save these people. Yeah. Well I think two things of it, I think one one of the problems is like how do you Outside of them getting caught for, how am I going to say this? Okay, you got the extremist that's doing all this extreme stuff. You just say, no, you can't get none of this reform, right? Or whatever mm-hmm. you're going to say, <laughs> right? But then you also got to... No, you, you, no reform for you. <laughs> no reform for you. No, no. Look, he walked up to you with his little reform phone. The warden slapped that shit out of his hand. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you yeah. talking about? Do you no. know? Do Fuck you know phone. why you're here? Fuck you getting who put him in his line? Now security get, get, guard getting get out of here. Fired and I, shit. I said murderers only. Murderers only. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like okay, I know these cases where it's like um, I know people that only got caught for one thing, and that don't mean it. Like I know people like. You mean one thing, one time only? Like, no, no, no. What I mean is, I know these dudes the that got sent to the county to fight three murders, beat all three of them, and now he's in jail for a fucking robbery. How did he beat all three? That lack means they just evidence. wanted to get back in Lack him. of evidence. Lack, lack of, of evidence. So they, it wasn't necessarily he didn't do it. It, was three it, was diff- just, it wasn't one time, it was three different times. Three different. And he beat all do three Do you think cases. he did it? Everybody know he did it. Excuse me. So how the fuck did he get away Lack with it? Lack of evidence is not what you can come up in the court talking no, about. No, facts. But how you kill three people and get away with it? Lack of evidence. Well, shit. Aaron Hernandez. Ain't, ain't nobody going to. How many people Aaron Hernandez killed? Two? Three? Aaron, two? I don't know. I forgot. I, I stopped watching. It was movies. at least two. It was yeah. at least two, yeah, uh, I believe. But you, which leads me to go to like, it's really easy to kill somebody in Chicago. 
Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, especially depending on where you at. It's yeah, you really know, if, if, if it's a high some... crime where you're more likely to oh, get away yeah. with it. So this dude killed three people in lack of evidence, and then when you live in certain areas, people really yeah, not you can't just to go to, You can't just be in Nebraska and kill somebody and get away yeah, with that shit. Yeah, like, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just go home. You think day. you can go to, to, like, O Block and shoot somebody, and then the police come out there, and the police are like, who shot him? You think they're going to be like, Ain't nobody oh, saying shit. this guy in the black? You ain't going to have no leads. No, nothing. You ain't going to have no prints. You ain't going to have shit. Nothing. Cause with that, what's gonna happen is well, the streets move so fast yeah, yeah. that they gonna. Uh, what Twenty One Savage say on that fucking song? He said, "We ain't putting no R.I.P. post till we come and hit some of yours." <laughs> say, and that's on his album. That's on the P- on the PTSD. It's, that's he said real. that on, on he said yeah, that on uh, her song. song. He said, mm-hmm. "We ain't putting up no R.I.P. post until we come and hit some of yours." Which Mm-mm. is facts. Mm-mm. These people not finna, they not finna give you that that moment and be like, yeah, we killed them. We R.I.P. Whoever, y'all over there happy because y'all and that's y'all read these rappers talking about check the score. They talking about how many people they killed Kill, yeah, yeah. versus how many people that you know yeah. we got we they killed ten hoping. people. Y'all didn't you know? So <laughs> uh, that's how much killing is going on in Chicago. But they like it's real life. Like the dude that killed the. Let me tell you about the dude. This you can look him up on YouTube too. Mm-hmm. But he he killed three people. They tried to kill him in the middle of a park in the middle of the summer. This nigga that killed three people. Look, yeah, and they shot. That's one, a gang shit. Yeah, they shot. I think a little girl and somebody else trying to kill him. And guess what? The police came up. Guess they say said, "What happened? I don't know. <laughs> Ain't nobody say shit." You know what I'm saying? Man. And, and, and this how quick, this how fucked up it is. The two people that got out and shot at him, they did. Oh man! Because one of the three people he shot so was a girl. So if he didn't do it himself, he got motherfuckers with. Yeah, look, them take the. He shot three people. One of them was a girl. Mm. She died, right? The dude that shot at him in the park, that was her baby daddy and her brother, and God they got damn. killed for shooting at him. God damn, that shit. And now he, and now he in jail for. He caused all this and now he not it. So what I'm saying is like it's a lot of that. Man, look, I know a lot of people that shot somebody, they went to jail for fucking burglary. Or some oh shit. Mm-hmm. For burglary yeah, or something like that. So it's like I know it's like the homicide shit is a thin line where you could be like, if you understand why, but then it's like you can't just get on passes cause they neighborhood cause it just No, they, yeah, it ain't passes. What that's gonna lead but to you just is like help it's gonna lead to like care about people. jail is lenient. And I'm like, all I gonna do is make me go to this class and make me learn. If you meet some of these people that don't give a fuck, it's like they don't care about them learning how to fix a car. That you be like, <laughs> you be like, I'm gonna show you yeah. how to fix a car. I'm like, I don't care. Well, that's why. I mean, I don't think jail should I don't be think, sweet. I don't think everybody is like that. Either, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know a great deal There's of people, people like that. Don't that. give a fuck. You you put you in the mind of. But do you people, think they'll be scared? It's like, all right, next time you come in here after your now, that's fifteen say, years, you gonna be here forever. It's gonna have to be stipulations you know like saying? that, like harsh was like, if you come no, yeah. Back, now I definitely do feel yeah. like now when you get out, I'm not. Now what I don't like is how Ooh, it's so hard to not get a job. Look, what? What if they did this thing in jail and I was like, okay, you can go straight through your sentence. If you come back, you just get sentenced regularly. <laughs> but if you really think you fucked up and you just you just you gonna be on the right path. Go through this reform system. But if you come back, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like yeah. okay, well, you get a choice. To, yeah, it's to like, like if you, you could wanna, ride. You saying like ride this out or try to take the short route? But if you back in this bitch, back, yeah, it's over. Because you think you got damn that death sentence. It's people like my dad. <laughs> like my dad would tell you, he'd be like, he'd be like, it's people that's going to jail that's just saying they're a crackhead. Because if you get caught with drugs and you say you own drugs. 
is you get way you less. You get way easier because you're yeah. trying to get help. Did you see the Wu Tang documentary? I ain't finishing, man. Man, look, they I told his. Look, I just tell you this one little piece. It ain't telling too much. But they told Devon he got caught with drugs. They told Devon to say he was a crackhead. So he can get out of jail, mm. and just, all you had to do is go to a rehab, rehab program. Can't they like test you and find that shit out though? I mean, if you if you touch if it, it's in your crack, system, and then crack is not, not in your kid, system for that long anyway. Uh, you can smoke crack every day for a week, but don't smoke crack for a week, and you'll pass a drug test. Do that go for weed too? Weed is the only weed thing that's in your system. Ain't that for crazy? So long. And it's the least destructive. Look, man, look, <laughs> coke, coke is gone in three days. That's wild. To so say. it's a lot of truck drivers that sniff coke because they sniff coke wild. to 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 stay, stay up to drive. Wild. It's a whole man. That's why I say, man. Wild. I know a lot of this from my cousins, man. You would never guess. You would never guess, man. You, wild as hell. So some people that just don't know about some of this shit, man. You see. Bro, man, you, you know how people be having all these AKs and shit. Bro, in 2008, I put a, a fucking AK in my cousin. Like, niggas it's a been trash doing... gun, though, right? That's huh? why. What? AK no. trash. But it got 100 shots. I it, mean, no, I'm matter. not saying it won't do damage. Yeah. Well, I guess relatively in a war, it's okay. trash. In a war, but, but out on here the, in the streets, streets. <laughs> it don't matter. You know, which yeah. and then it's it also, it's, the they use it in a war because it's the most reliable gun. You can dip it in sand, water. It's going to shoot. Mm-hmm. You can't dip every, every gun that... Like, no, you yeah, in yeah. Afghanistan sleeping in sand. That's what my yeah. supervisor told me. At least he was in the Marines. And he mm-hmm. told me, he said, AKs are not accurate. He said, but they're going to shoot no matter what. He said, you could motherfucking go through a swamp and peel it up. And it's going to motherfucking blow. <laughs> Every gun ain't going to do that. But if if I'm trying to kill you from a fucking 30 feet away, mm-hmm. and you got a little 14 shot, <laughs> I could just shoot. It's like on Call of Duty. Don't you know what? You know when people come, you got the big chopper gun, mm-hmm. the hundred shot. You just you just don't stop shooting. You just like, all right. You, now, you talking about that light machine yeah, gun? Right? You yeah, you gonna be like, all right. All right. You I don't get no over. fuck. Come I don't on, give no fuck. Yeah, yeah. You know because it takes so long to reload too. That's how I need to be because my aim is a little booty. Man, I, I well I, I can't even you. say because my shit broke. I think I could teach you some tips on there. Nah, G, my shit just broke. I can't play the game. I said I need to, I need to call somebody. Your game? My Call of Duty. Oh, Call of Duty. Okay. But we we need to lighten yeah. the mood. We've been on. Yeah. We was heavy on this, but that was decent. Yeah. Was, oh well, tough. we not gonna. We are gonna lighten the mood because I want to know. Do white kids experience this same? <laughs> Is this lightening the mood? Yeah, because they're white. It's lightening. You talking about black kids? I'm talking about white kids. <laughs> so so we gonna make that ass laugh. But why do you guys sit on this long? Because we all know white kids do not. For instance. I'ma just let y'all know this is like off of um this is not the same as PTSD, but it's just to let y'all know white people are not in our world at all. And I don't think they give a fuck about coming in it either. But generally um, speaking. This one white guy I know, I asked him, I uh something came up about Martin Luther King and this nigga thought he was an inventor. He didn't even know I who still the can't fuck even believe Martin that Luther happened. King was, so I can't that's that's a one in a million too. Yeah. I have to, I have to, gee, I, like, as crazy as that shit that is, is wild. wild. That, I feel like that's just the same as you, like, running into a flat earther. Like, it's like, they, they out here, but it ain't most of the motherfuckers yeah. out here. This motherfucker like, said, he said they didn't teach him none of that shit in school either. And you say he our age, right? Yeah, he said he, yeah, that's kind of wild, none bro. Of that shit. What do y'all do with Black History Month at your school? Nigga, when we grew up, we still celebrated Black, even though it was the same motherfuckers. Yeah. Martin Luther King was one, that's... Martin Luther King was on that list, number one, yeah. for Black History Month. Well, you seen if I watch Black History religiously, and they had an episode <laughs> where you know they really go to a predominantly white school. Um, 
And on there, I'm gonna move this over some because it's not catching me that much. And it's, yours is kind of. Let me see. You know, I'm uh, a loud ass nigga. Yeah. But yeah, um, on Blackish, they uh, they didn't really teach them about nothing but like three people. It's like Harriet <laughs> Tubman, George Washington Carver, and Martin Luther King. That's it. Them the three. Peanuts, Runaway Slave. Not even. They do be trying to dodge Malcolm X though. They when you trying, think about it, they no, do. They dodge him. <laughs> when and I never thought. Of course, there's a like my so mama. <laughs> that's all you. But <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it ain't how it used to be. <laughs> right. But um. It looks like it. <laughs> nah, nigga, that shit was all the way up. But um. Yeah, just like uh, it's it's funny though because my mama loved Malcolm X. I knew who he was, but when I in retrospect. They didn't talk about him in school, cause he cause he promoted. I ain't gonna, is the word promote violence? Is that promote? Would you say promote or would you just say I like? Say, I just said he protected himself. Yeah, I I don't know the word. I don't want to say promoted violence, but he was about surviving. Yeah. But they did not tell you about that nigga. But they yeah. sure will tell you about Martin, and I think that's why he don't yeah. have a day. Even though yeah. I think he's <laughs> just as profound to have a day. Okay. Martin Fuck. Luther King. I mean, Malcolm X was not fucking with Martin Luther King like that. A lot of people don't <laughs> did know. Did you? That. You did you watch uh, Who Killed Malcolm X? No, but I know. I I uh, what the fuck? I read something about Mal- Malcolm X when I was in. When I was in juvenile. That was one thing I did. I did read a lot when I was in there. Yeah, shit. But I read well. that, read and work out. That That's was all my I first would time do. learning about anything about the Bible. Mm. Uh, anything. I read this thing about this dude that was in jail. He tried to escape jail, and every time he tried, he tried three times. And every time he got sentenced, seven more years. Come on, bro. And After then, the first time, yeah. it ain't even worth it. No more seven. Yeah. Nigga, think about how long seven days is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nigga, we, <laughs> nigga, we be having when <laughs> when you miss your when the check don't come that Friday, you be like, damn, seven days till I have some more money. <laughs> Man, look. Bro, seven this years. Dude was cooking himself trying to get out of jail. Oh, and, but he man. was. That was the first thing I started reading about, like, uh, cons- actual consequences and, like, shit, religion. Before that, when nobody putting that or anything, it was just like, do what the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't no. I had a grandma I went to church all the time, but I ain't see her that much. So I mm-hmm. seen her. I could be two people. I could just be this angel. Because the thing is. Like you were saying, the people that, that go to jail and they like not bad people, they just had bad circumstance. Mm-hmm. You're not a bad person. You just had that you bad situation. You living in the way, the way you had to. Yeah, I was living the way I had to. So when I went my grandma, I was like, this is how I want to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like when I, when I was in high school with child. Unlike Tariq. We're not going to talk about him. <laughs> this bitch. Oh, I can't stand that nigga. I just wish they made that make more sense. I just wish but, uh, they canceled this whole fucking show. I, they they should have just made that situation make more sense. He, did. he didn't have a reason to do that. He just was doing stupid. Man. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, what the fuck was I saying? Yeah, uh, some of, anyway, we're not going to go back into that. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. was getting back into the yeah. deep shit. We're not going back into but, that. Uh, but yeah, these, uh, some of these white kids, man, I'm just not sure what they're being taught. Um, Cause this white, this same white guy, he thought that because we were talking about like drug. Well, somehow we got on drugs, and he thinks that the way drugs got in America is because uh, they gave drugs to soldiers when they was in uh, what is it Vietnam, and he just said that was it. I'm like, what? What? I'm so like, you think that's, that's how drugs got into this country? That's too. completely how they got here. Period. Like, and, and to I, this day, and I was like, I was like, <laughs> so who the fuck brought them in here? I was like, you just think Explain. they just put this shit in their carry-ons and came. Explain. It was like, look what I brought back. Like, <laughs> how do you think? Because what look I was what telling I him was like, 
because it does kind of go with the topic of PTSD <laughs> because it goes into like how black people got fucked up, like how we got fucked up. Like he didn't know that he didn't know that um he ain't know nothing about Rick Ross, Pablo Escobar, nothing. I'm like, bro, do you not know that we had to fund that the United States was so fucked up at that time. There was no jobs, no policemen, no firemen, uh, nothing. That's why mm-hmm. you got all these people in the military coming home and they ain't have shit. That's why even if you seen dead presidents, you seen when it served all that time. I saw that movie home. once, man, and I don't it's remember good. everything. Well, he went to go serve. I, I liked it. I just watched it once, so I don't remember every single. You need thing. to go back and watch. All yeah, I know. I do want to watch it again. But on that movie, he went to go serve in the war or whatever, and uh, Chris Rock got addicted to drugs out there or whatever. But uh, Chris mm-hmm. Rock, Chris no, Tucker, no, Chris wait, Tucker. He, it was Chris Tucker was didn't in the main league was in the war too. Yeah, that was Prince. I'm saying I was gonna say like he got addicted to drugs out there, and um and the other which is Lorenz Tate. He wasn't addicted to drugs or whatever. But uh, yeah, I gotta watch. What happened thing. was uh anyway he went and served all this time in the military, came home and then still didn't have no fucking money. So his girl was fucking some other dude while he was gone. <laughs> the dude was giving he- them fucking money to do so bogus. They pull up on the side. Dude, see her in the car with him, and he just give her like two hundred dollars in front of him, cause he, he know this dude ain't got no money. Everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. people came back with no money. Yeah. At that time, America was dated. It was no money in America. So, uh, what was it? I think Nixon. He called it. Um, they did the thing with drugs, so they brought drugs into the United States that allowed drugs to get here. So now they can persecute, uh, prosecute people. To send them to jail. So now you got mm-hmm. more jails being open. You got more prison staff. You got more police officers. Which is they was getting that's how they was getting the economy moving. They call crack an economy booster. <sighs> now, on top oh, of that, ain't which, that why ain't that why bro was uh saying that crack helped I'm gonna say his name, but you was having yeah, a debate on Facebook. He's saying crack helped. Yeah, I that's guess his that, argument. I don't even think he even knew into that depth, but Cause I doubt he knows about these presidents and all this shit. Cause it was yeah. a lot. They they funded. They gave Iran money. They needed to give money to Iran. That's how they gave them money. Mm-hmm. They they through all these jails and all this shit. That's how they got the money to give to Iran. They gave Iran money. You know, if you look back in the day, George Bush took a picture with Saddam. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And when I saw that, I was like, damn. They gave them money for weapons. I was just like, damn, that man, shit, wow. It was at one point, America was so Excuse weak, me. they were scared that Russia was going to take over America. The whole Soviet Union, they thought they was going to come over here and bitch America. America is the motherfucking head bitch in charge. Yeah. But, but when you think at of who you're going to be scared of. Right. Exactly. I was going to say, at the same you, time. If you're going to think of anybody it's to like, fight with, it's, it's going to be like, It's like, right, it's like when you number, when you number three... When you number three, you got a reason to be. When you get when you number three on a list of we, what we're gonna talk about countries, hundreds, yeah. you know, you you got you you walk around like you the shit, but you still got to think about one and two. Yeah, like have you, <laughs> like have you, uh, you feel me? met just any like, real Russians? Any Russian I people that's like don't think I've ever aggressive. met a Russian in they're my aggressive. life. A lot of these, I you know, these I've white men you see just beating up on people and they ain't scared of shit. A lot of these people foreigners. Mm-hmm. Foreigners not scared of shit. You could go. Somebody had a joke. They said you could go walk up to a, a, a Hispanic with a gun and be like, "Give me all your money. I'm robbing you." He said, "Like, no, not today, Poppy. I'll no. give you five dollars." No, <laughs> like, just to just to they keep don't it be going. scared of shit. You, it, 
think of these uh, 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 Middle Eastern guys and these. No, for real, you can't shit. be scared of shit. That, they're not scared of shit. And, and you know what's crazy? Why is that? That seems like a reverse form of PTSD. Low what? key. Why is motherfuckers are surrounded by war less fearful than motherfuckers? Like Chicago can be considered a war zone, but oh, in a different way. Why? Why are th- some of them so prideful and fearful than us? I guess because we used to. That's the thing with PTSD. But they it's used not to that normal. Too. So like when you. But but like no. You, and now I won't say it's not. I think fear is normal. You you should be scared of shit, certain shit. But when you're not, it's PTSD. It's, yeah, it's, I think that's pro- I think that's problem. weird too. When you go sometimes from, I think that it's weird. I'm like when people ask me like. What's your biggest fears? I don't really have a fear. I'm cautious, yeah. but I'm not scared. I don't know. Yeah, it, 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 I'm not scared of a lot of things. Yeah. I, I it's I don't even know what I can like. I, I have trypophobia, but that's something I can't even. I don't I have don't any cognitive control. I'm like clusters of holes. I oh. can't visually look at that. It it makes me itch and it makes me shake. Oh. But outside of that, and that's not something I have, I have absolutely no control over that. So it's just like, outside of, like, even death, I'm not, I don't want to die, but I'm not scared to die. Yeah. You feel me? It's, just, it's I mean, like, even, I don't even want to suffer for death. I think that's a little deeper But than, I'm not scared. I think that's death. deeper than, I'm not like, scared of heights. I'm not scared yeah. of spiders. Uh, it's just like. Those are fears. I think the PTSD thing is just more so like, is the difference between like them not being scared of shit is like. Okay, if you go around somewhere and you hear, you see gun, you see you you live in one of these neighborhoods where people shoot constantly, mm-hmm. right? When some some gunshots break out, that's when you get the joke when it's like, yeah, we don't, it's we just don't kinda... run from guns. When you see some people might be like, and, they, and you might just be like, oh, that might be. I for me being by so much, like, oh, that's that way. It so you think it's PTSD way. either way? Damn, damn. Just, just manifest itself in different ways. America is one of the best countries. If you go live it somewhere else. It just manifests itself differently. Yeah. I think if you, I'm not sure where they live there. I'm not everywhere. Because I don't think it's okay. Up, I don't think but, it's okay to be innately scared. And I don't think it's okay to be innately ready. Yeah. If that makes sense. I yeah. think you just need to deal with situations as, as they come. As they but come. when you, when you like, okay, me, myself, personally, when I go somewhere where there's multiple people. You may think I'm being normal, nigga. I'm in there looking. Really the, I'm really looking like if something happened, how am I gonna get out of here? What could I do? You know, what could I hit somebody with if I don't have a weapon? Or like, you I'm probably process pictures. that different than me, but I do. I do observe my surroundings, and I think my daughter got that from me too. I noticed she, she, she be like when she's in a new scene that she's completely unfamiliar with. She don't do. She don't even respond to me. She just yeah. look around, and I, I'm that way too. Like. I'm not necessarily, like, the way you said it, I'm not like that, but I do kind of be like, you know, what's what's going on here? I always yeah. check a scene. Like, some people seem so oblivious to everything around them, oh, and yeah. I've never been. Nigga, in video games, nigga, when I enter a new place, I do a fucking 363 times. I can imagine. Nigga, I, I G, whenever I enter a new room in a video game, I circle myself around to see everything that's around me, G. I don't go for none of Anybody that shit. Anybody that knows you know we don't even have to know. We know you ain't lying. And you got certain <laughs> qualities that some people just know. Like, I told you that I said you asked 100 questions. I'm pretty sure you asked anybody. Like, you would be like, you already know what you like. Look, let me tell y'all how he is if y'all don't know him. If y'all just coming on here. Look, you could be like, you could be like, hey, I'm finna go get this mic. Where you getting the mic from? How much was the mic? 
what other colors they got. <laughs> so you could not exactly even say nothing mean. about no other colors. He'd be like, is that the only color? So why is it on sale? So he'd be like, <laughs> Dude, that's so funny because you're right as hell. But I don't fucking know. He'd be like, then you get to answer the question yourself. Like with the, I, look, I was in Target. I showed him these switch remotes on sale. He was like, are they on sale because they this kind? I was like, no. He's like, so why they on sale? I was like, I don't know. Oh, because it, maybe it's just the GameCube style then, huh? I don't know. I'm, like, I'm telling y'all, I'm telling him, I'm like, there's other shit on sale besides it. He's like, hmm, that's odd. <laughs> I wonder what it could be. I just be talking, like, it don't even. But you said, like, is your. I bet you, I bet you your girl is going to die laughing at Gee, this point. She is, she is. Because she lived with you and she. And she had to learn shit. that about me. She had to learn that about me. Like, so <laughs> she had to learn that about me. Like, I ask questions, like, it don't be the like I don't think you lying I don't think I know you know it just be like I just it's like it my be, my homies be like that too be like I know you be wanting every detail <laughs> it's I don't know I just don't like look, to not if, know shit listen y'all <laughs> if you think there can be a question when you're talking to him about something just answer it right off the back like just yesterday right the now. other day like I told him I told we got this new piece of equipment I said, go to Walmart and pick it up. Yes, I gave them. I was like, they gonna email you. Yes, I gave them the email because I knew you. Was you know what's funny like, when you? Why would you get them? But you, but you, you was being, you was being, you was ready. But I knew you did that because you said when you told me initially that you wanted me to pick it up. I knew that you already yeah. had to have given my info. You yeah. didn't say can you pick it up or. Yeah. Anything like that. So, I know you were still covering yourself yeah. before I asked you, but I'm like, I'm like nah, if he said, you know. yeah, just pick it up, <laughs> I knew that you had to have did something. You uh, you want to wrap this yeah. up? We, well, well, we, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We're going to talk about uh, daddy dilemmas. You want right. to start? I got to pee. I, I, okay, I'll go, go ahead. First. I'll start. Uh, first of all, I want to let y'all know, I love my child, Okay. <laughs> I love my child more than anything, but also I love not being with my child. Okay. So I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all parents can attest to this, that, you know, when you being with your kid, it's all fun, but sometimes it's trying. And when your kid ain't there, it's amazing. Okay. You don't got to worry about shit. Ain't no, like my daughter, she's sleeping in her own room. She's been sleeping in her own room this whole year. And sometimes she get up in the middle of the night when she ain't at home. I ain't got to get the fuck up. It's just, man, it's a beautiful thing. All right. He going to come in here. He going to talk about his daddy dilemma. Uh, mine's is pretty short. I couldn't really, couldn't really speak too much. So I ain't got nobody to say nothing back to. So I'm just talking. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Shout out to my boy G Herbo, man. That PTSD album. Wait, how did you go from from the because baby because PTSD? I was talking about my daddy <laughs> dilemma, and uh, and you weren't around, so oh. I didn't have. It was like it was dry. You feel like you talking to I was yourself. just talking to myself. I was talking about like how I love being with my child, but I love not being with my child. Oh yeah, that's when facts. your kid is not around. Pure facts. And you could do what the fuck ever you want to do. Think about it. Any relationship with anybody you fuck with hard you you don't want all your time with that person shit like even with kids like motherfuckers know like people with kids know more than those without like you know before you'd be like yeah i want every moment with my child and oh, all that goofy shit till that motherfucker here looking you dead in your eyes and you'd be like 
Mm. Get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ain't no worse than you being in the in your bed, and then they wake you up smiling and shit. Like, I'll be sleeping. I, my daughter be pulling my eyelids up and I open them. She's sitting there just looking crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's time to go now. Bro, my baby, she... Get up. I was, I, we was watching TV one of these days uh, and I fell asleep while we was watching TV. Guess how she wakes me up? What? Sunglasses to the face. She threw them at she you? She threw them dead in my she face. Up, and the reaction was to smack whatever was in my vicinity, but... I had to hesitate because I, 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 I'm mm-hmm. glad I thought that fast, but I was ready to fight. I instantly woke up to being smacked in the face with something. And, um, ass up, yeah, that shit, that shit blew the fuck out of me. So, um, <laughs> so where we at with it? You trying to... You got daddy dilemma? Um, My dad dilemma. Daddy dilemma. I said daddy, daddy dilemma. Daddy, I'm sorry. No, I said daddy dilemma. Dad dilemma is what it's called. I no, said it is dad. Nigga, it's daddy. Is it? Don't rename oh, it yeah. in the middle of it. Nah, daddy. Um, I think right now it's um I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little serious about it. Um for this for the stepdads, um and stepping when you you know, um being a stepdad is very like it's very enlightening. I feel like I got the cheat code to parenting. You know, I feel like I definitely cheated, but I, I probably, to be honest, it made me feel like I, I, sh- I wouldn't even have it any other way because I got the best of both worlds. Like, I missed her daughter's, you know, toddler stage for the most part. You know, I, I met her when she was three, and now she's five. So it's just like, you know, I got I got a little bit of the baby, you know, but you I, I, I got the end of the baby. You feel me? So I learned a lot. I learned a lot. She, she, she's like, I feel like she's an exceptional mother. So it's just like, I don't feel like she was one of them moms that just like fell into it and just kind of was doing anything along the way. But, and that's not to insult y'all that got to do anything along the way. Cause if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. But, um, yeah, I feel like she just knew what she was doing. You know, she, she, she majored in childcare. She graduated with that. You know, so it's like she she knew what she was doing for the most part. So it's just like um, I feel like she helped me learn a lot about the toddler phase and the ba- infant phase because she's been through it. So, yeah. you know, I, I really think that that shit helped me a lot. Like, I know a lot more about kids you than help most men in general. Without having to go through the... Yeah, bruises. we didn't, like, go through the motions together. So I feel like I did cheat the system. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> you know, the second child is a help. So you didn't have to go through two Yeah, phases and of- she raised her so yeah. well that she's more of a help than a nuisance for the new baby. Yeah. You know, uh, she still got, she she has that big sister syndrome that she feels like she ain't the, she's still a baby, but she ain't a baby. So she like, you know, with her sister being treated like a baby and she don't get treated like a baby. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's a problem. But overall, I'm glad that she's here rather rather than not. So, I bet. Shit, I yeah, it's 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 having it's, two kids is a blessing because you ain't got to sit there and play with them all day. Go yeah, she definitely seven. keeps her entertained when yeah. we when we need her entertained. Shit. So niggas is out here saying you can't date chicks with kids. Stop doing that shit. Cause if you want kids, you gonna be happy she got them kids yeah. one day. Fuck, fuck what y'all talking about. You have- fuck all that shit. <laughs> like nigga, you don't. Nigga, honestly, you probably want that shit more than you just want a brand new kid with a new woman and never. You had- want a brand new kid. <laughs> 
you just want a brand new kid fresh off the lot with a woman that they had never been through that <laughs> through the motions before. Be Cause if she don't if she realize she can't deal with that shit, that's worse than you realizing yeah. you can't deal with Especially that shit. Especially when you a certain kind of want like a certain kind of woman that just mm-hmm. you 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 a woman that don't have no patience. Mm-hmm. And you just I mean the way everybody get brung up is is going uh is really gonna show when it's time when you, for them kids. Cause if you was brought up in a not giving a fuck environment and you don't give a fuck, then you gonna not give a fuck a lot about the shit. With a these nod kids, about I mean, shit. Not about you gonna not give a fuck about a lot of shit with these kids. Cause uh I didn't seen it happen. I didn't seen people that um you grow up or something like that, and then you might like your parents was dirty. Y'all had a dirty ass house. Now you got kids, and then now the kids in the dirty ass house, and you're not really Mm-mm. helping them. So, which turns into like you don't change the diapers frequently, cause you just so used to being lazy. It's some people that go home from work and they just like they be like, oh, I'm tired, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. You know what I'm saying? So like they give yeah. their kids some of the poorest care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Versus some people that just be like, Yo, you a parent, you gotta be tired all day. That's it. Ain't no. We're around it. You're just gonna be tired all day. Yeah. If anything, you can go to sleep at nine or ten o'clock with the kids. But other than that, uh, yes, you're gonna be up at six and seven in the morning. Ain't nowhere around Ain't it. Ain't nowhere you around know what it. I'm saying? If you want your child to get exactly. a lot of sleep, because so, they need that sleep. Yeah. So ain't no way. Ain't no shortcuts. Mm-mm. At all. But, uh, hell yeah, we about to get. Re- we gonna not get ready. We are about <laughs> to wrap this shit up. You know what I'm saying? We was trying to get um. Get our first guest on, but I don't know, man. These mics, they got me ready to <laughs> do some really mean things to them. Because we not. So for those, yeah, for those who's been contacted about being guests, we we trying to work out some kinks. So no, why well, I thought you were gonna say that? Those who've been contacted about being gay. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> Why not you? Why would that be? Why would that be a thought? Because I think stupid shit all day. I don't know. Oh Why I thought you was finna yeah. say that? So, yeah. If it's a, if it's a delay, just, we trying to work out We just trying to be gay. So, just be. So, just wait just till be, we're done. Till we're done being gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, if you want to be contacted to be gay. <laughs> Then email us. All right. <laughs> at, at hard banana soft chocolate pudding. At analmail.com. Holla at your guala. Yeah. Now I'm just playing, y'all. Look, that's a joke because. Yo, this nigga is dying, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Look, <laughs> look, it's a joke, y'all, because me and him don't think you can be made gay. Like, if, you, if you're doing gay shit and you, and you, you oh. already was, was probably gay and you just didn't oh, know it. You don't God. think you can be made gay. So th- this is a joke this behind that. This hard. Chocolate banana pudding. What the fuck you say? Hard, hard chocolate banana. Hard banana. All right. Soft chocolate pudding at anomail.com. We need to go for they cancel us. They're not going to cancel us. They're going to email us. Now, if you if you want to be contacted about being straight. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Talk about about being straight. Nah, just play. Yo, we about to get out of here. We got y'all like Issa. We got y'all. Be safe. 
Stay respectful. Stay getting no, off. I'm doing stay, good stay, I'm not gonna stay I'm alive. Not, stay alive. <laughs> and y'all, um, just respect people, man, because everybody is raised differently. Because you never yeah. know, you might run to one of these kids that got um the uh, issue. Or you may and have you, one of these. Yeah. Kids. And you think you're gonna just mouth off to him, and you just find yourself on World Star somewhere because you couldn't <laughs> shut the fuck up and respect nobody. Okay, that's it. But we'll holler at y'all. We got my man's um, the personality coming in. I ain't gave him a name yet. Hey, <laughs> the personality. Yeah, he gonna he gonna bring. I ain't gonna y'all, lie, I kind of fuck with the personality. Yeah, he gonna but... bring y'all a fucking uh, exclusive. Okay, <laughs> fire beat. Okay, I already know who this this beat is gonna be from. It's gonna be from my boy. DJ Earl, all right? He going to give y'all the information, but go ahead and follow us. All my information is Steph Dury. That's Instagram, Steph Dury. Twitter, Steph Dury. Um, Snapchat, Steph Dury, because I'll let y'all into my little, a little bit of my little personal life, mm-hmm. all right? Uh, and then the podcast is Cultural Conversations. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Anchor. It's on our Facebook, Facebook Cultural Conversations. Then we got our Instagram. It's uh, Jesus Christ. I always do this every episode. Man, they gonna see all that shit. But they gonna see all that shit. shit. Cultural Conversations underscore his Instagram because he don't want to give it to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying it. And the Twitter is uh, that button looking that button looking mighty fine. Cultural, <laughs> cultural C pod. You know. So, go ahead and give him your information. My info is in the bio. Boy, get that weak ass. <laughs> I thought you was going to talk Fire. DJ Earl, that's my favorite motherfucking DJ. Yeah, you know who it is by now. It's your boy Rodrigo. Uh, I know you know the vibes, but do the vibes know you? You let me know. This shit is so beautiful. I might get this track a wedding ring. Man. If you pull this track up at a barbecue, all your uncles gonna say, I see you, nephew. Yeah. That's how fire this is. Y'all know Rodrigo knows best. Nobody knows better than me. If I asked y'all to introduce me to the man of knowledge, you would just show me me. It's like I'm looking in the mirror. Shout out to DJ Earl. Yeah. Straight Piff. Chimmy Sauce. Don't forget to follow my boy on Twitter 
at DJ Earl. D-E-E-J-A-Y-E-A-R-L underscore. Cause he creative like that. Uh. Follow my boy on Instagram too. At DJ Earl. D-E-E-J-A-Y-E-A-R-L. DJ Earl. Now I'm about to roll the wood and let this beautiful melodic music play through. Enjoy. And shout out to them boys in Chicago at Cultural Conversations. Rodrigo, I'm out. One. <laughs>